minus 30 seconds. T minus 20 seconds. You ready for do do more in the future? Trap yes. talk podcasts? Yes. Man. Only, only trap talk. Exclusive. Yes. Exclusive. Oh. So stop calling us. Rub the spot, get the club to pop. When I come up with the crop, gotta love it, love it, or not. I'm hot from the hop to the rub the spot, get the club to pop. When I come up with the rub the spot, get the club to pop. When I come up with the rub the spot, get the club to pop. When I come up everybody top of the morning top of the afternoon top of the evening no matter where you're at oh man <clears throat> it's clock you are now tapped into the coolest reptile podcast in the world <coughs> i'm your boy mj what is good if this is your first time tapping in do your boy a favor <coughs> hit that subscribe button hit that notification bell biggest reason why you want to do that i drop four podcasts on this channel every week no one else is doing that promise you that and I drop a vlog every Saturday. It's actually uploading right now. There'll be a vlog premiering right after this episode. So you hit that notification bell. And you're on top of everything that I release. I am known to bring some heavy shit to this channel. You do not want to miss out what I bring. I don't want you to miss out either. So you hit that notification bell. You're on top of it. Then you're going to want to smash that like button, man. Do me a big favor. And for the guests, it's all about the guests. Hit that like button so YouTube likes us, keeps us relevant. And uh, that's greatly appreciated, man. But what is good? Look at all the early birds in the building on a Saturday morning. Do I have some Canada? Got some can Canadian uh, OGs in the in the building? I'll, I'll see here in just a sec. Um, <coughs> but guys, fresh from Pittsburgh. Holy shit, that was some cold weather. Um, yeah, I don't know how you guys do it out there. I no, I'm gonna stay in Southern California forever after going in. You know, I, what was it? Negative four degrees? I don't fucking know. Too much. Anyways, I'm glad I'm back. Uh, 10 hour delay. I'm fucking pretty tired, but I'm excited for this uh, episode. So I'm here, guys. Anyways, before we get started, you guys know what the deal is for the freshest, bestest rodents delivered to your doorstep. Coldbloodcafe.com shit anywhere in the United States. 
30-hour flat rate shipping. Steven and Desiree, my best friends. I love you guys. Love the whole Cold Blooded Cafe team. You guys are leading the industry, man. Keep killing it. Thank you for sponsoring the trap. You guys are awesome. Shout out to John and Alex over at Sim Container. If you got eggs, put them inside of a Sim box. And I'm telling you right now, those mother hoes are going to hatch. Very good. No stress about having to put food seal wrap or you don't even need to put substrate. I mean, to be safe, you could put substrate. I mean, a lot of people do. Um, I have 31 super dwarf reticulated python eggs all in sim containers over about an inch of water. So, guys, less steps. They are going to hatch out of a sim container if your incubator works. But I'm just telling you. Shout out to sim container. If you guys want to learn more about monitors and see exactly how to do it right, John and Alex are the shiznit. They are the best at what they do. And check them out. Love you guys. Thank you so much for sponsoring the trap. Uh, Steven and Ashley, Focus Cube Habitats. Just sent them a lot of money. Woo! Man, I cannot wait. So worth it. My whole room that I'm sitting in is finally going to be decked out. I have over 12 enclosures being built, and that's not even all of it. I still have more coming. 12 is just coming at once because that's all we could fit on one pallet. Damn, let's go. I'm feeling good this year. This year, it's all about the remodel. I'm telling you right now. Bye-bye, Tubbs. Hello, Focus Cubes, man. Shit's going to be sick as fuck. But, guys, go check out Ashley and Steven. Go see what they're doing. Flex in Texas all day, every day. PVC built enclosures, easy to move, custom designs. They're the best. I'm telling you, they're, they're killing it. Thank you, Stephen Ashley, for sponsoring the trap. Speaking about the best, you know, stainless steel racks, if you got a Freedom Breeder rack, the best, 100%. Made in the United States, but they're global, man. People have Freedom Breeder racks all over the world from what I've seen, and they really hold their value. They don't lose their value, period. Uh, shout out to Jesse. Shout out to the whole entire Freedom Breeder crew um, and Freedom Breeder is the move man i'm telling you right now i'm as much as i'm you know it sucks because it doesn't suck but you know i love my arboreals man and, and they come first i'm sorry if i need to get my arboreals out of tubs before my snakes out of their home depot racks then it is what it is i mean but guess what after i do the whole podcast remodel then i'm gonna go handle the freedom reader remodel inside the trap so i can tell you right now when it comes to my arboreal cages focus cube habitats when it comes to my snake racks it's gonna be sucked freedom breeder all day every day that's a fact and if you have a freedom breeder rack you know exactly where i'm coming at with that so shout out to jesse shout out to the whole crew shout out to the big dog the one and only miguel garcia one of my fucking best homies best guy i've ever met in my life i can tell you that right now but he's a big you know big big supporter of mine honestly keeps me uh keeps me level-headed sometimes you know if it's one person i could vent to and be my, my you know because at the end of the day i am working on myself but there's times where i just want to let out the beast you know i want to be old mj and, and just speak how i want to speak i call miguel for that and he listens it's my boy uh but he also kind of keeps me in check sometimes as far as what i'm doing and you know he just helps me man and he, he's just a good guy so please guys go give him a follow go check out his work he has some of the best ball python projects that are like literally on their own level i'm telling you right now um, and, and, and there's a lot of people out there killing it with the ball pythons, but Miguel, he is on his own chapter with shit. So please go give him a follow shout to the whole AEP team, Tina, Jesse, uh, Aubrey, Ace. I love you guys. You guys are family and I appreciate you guys. Uh, speaking of family, big brother right here. What's up, Alan, my boy, amazing basin shout out to amazing basins for sponsoring the channel. If you guys are into a boreals and cream, of, cream of the crop right here, this is the Ferrari of snakes. And I don't, you can fucking ask anybody. I don't care what you say. This it doesn't get better than a basin, in my opinion, okay? And a real snake keeper knows what I'm talking about. Basins are the cream of the crop, and my boy breeds them. He is dialed in. Not only that, he's dipping into the ball pythons and has amazing projects going on there, and he's starting to reveal what he's doing 
on his Instagram. So head over to Instagram, go give him a follow. If you really want to become a possible basin owner, like if you really feel like, hey, I got money like that and I got like the patience and I really want to put in that kind of work, well, dude, go join his Patreon page because that's the best way to ever get your hands, uh, uh, a you know, get, get a basin from that man that he produced. So Alan, thank you so much for sponsoring the trap. You guys are amazing. Uh, you and your, your wife and the whole family. I appreciate you guys so much. Um, dude, God, still buzzing over the reptile super show. Amazing time. Linked up with so many of my trappers. We had an epic fucking picture, group picture, as I wanted. But, man, more importantly, I, I'm so happy a lot of you uh, new keepers that got to go to your first show enjoyed it. Um, really, really good turnout, I feel like. And uh, shout to Rami. Thank you so much for everything that you do. Cannot wait for the next show. And I cannot wait for the show in a couple weeks. That's Arlington, NARBC, <laughs> Texas. Who's ready? I'm ready for Texas for sure because I have, like, a whole trip planned. So even before Arlington, I'm flying into Austin and doing a podcast at a zoo and that's all i'm gonna say but guys narbc tap in with me um if you feel like you're on a vip level let me know i gotta i gotta i gotta build you know a couple bill stegel wristbands in my in my drawer super vip though and there's an application you have to fill out i'm it's not easy but if you feel like you have a chance hit me up because bill has a couple invites that he's going to let me give out so Arlington, I hope you're ready for fucking MJ and some trappers because we're coming heavy. Uh, let's see. U.S. Art, guys, please, let's go. There's some shit hitting the fan right now. You guys need to go down. You guys need to read about it. You guys need to help, contribute, do what you got to do, become a member. Please talk about it. Anything, anything helps. U.S. Art needs us, period. So please, guys, do your part. If you keep animals, you need to fucking help U.S. Art. Stop. Like, seriously, I don't know what the, I mean, I wish... Wish I could bring someone on who's like really against U.S. art or like openly. You know, I I know I've had a couple people on here who aren't really for U.S. art, and I wish I would have known that as they were on, but found out afterwards. But if anyone out there, if I invite you on and you're not down for U.S. art, all due respect, tell me I want. We're gonna talk about that shit. 110. percent Don't make me get some hitters on here too. Anyways, guys, U.S. art, especially if you're new, go check it out. I'm telling you right now, it's it's serious. Uh, they need our help. We need our animals. No one's touching our shit, plain and simple. So, all right, if you guys need to get a hold of me, uh, Instagram, best way. If you want to see what MJ's working with, you know, as far as ball pythons, and I do have some other stuff going right now. I don't want to get ahead of myself, but, you know, I got some super dwarf or tick eggs in the incubator. I have a boa that's due to lay in about 80 days. Fuck, there's some, you know, I have a couple chondros that are looking okay. I don't want to get into that, but, man, I have a lot of stuff going on. So if you guys are curious, if you're like, damn, does this guy do anything besides talk? Yes, I do. Um, so go check out my Instagram, MJ Exotics Cartel with an A, not an E. Check out the uh, podcast's Instagram, Trap Talk, Trap Talk with MJ Podcast. Shout out to all my Twitch viewers. I see the Twitch viewers going up. Respect. If you like to sponsor, or not sponsor, sorry, I'm closed off on those. But if you like to just donate or anything uh, to the channel, I mean, I, I, you guys have, and I appreciate it. I don't I don't deserve it, but you guys like to donate. So fucking, if you guys, if you're one of those people out there, well, then cool. Send it to Exotics Cartel with an A, not an E, and I send that shit over to US Arc. Much, much appreciated. And then shout out to all my Patreon members. If you out there are fresh in the community or you're, you know, you've been in the community, you just don't like your experience so far, do me a favor. Go down to the Trap Talk Patreon uh, page. Join the family. Come hang out with me and all my trappers. We're literally like a tight-knit family. Uh, we get together every day on the Discord. We just chop it up. It's, it's, just, it's a really tight thing that we got going on. And especially when it comes to shows, I link with all my trappers at the shows. But Zoom sessions every Sunday. Very, very active when it comes to that. But if you out there want to get more out of this, more out of the podcast, you want behind the scenes shit behind the podcast, like I, get, I tell them everything. Go down to the link, Trap Talk Patreon 
page. Join the Patreon family. Don't be a weirdo. And we're going to have a good-ass time. I appreciate all the love and support. I appreciate all the fucking just watching this. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. But we're going to hit that like button, okay? I don't want to have to ask you to hit the like button because Catherine deserves all the likes in the world. And she's going to, you know what I'm saying? But what is good with the early birds? Who's here? All right, guys. Sorry. No, I'm talking a lot. Talking a lot. Uh, damn, we have Norway. You know what? I like this channel because we have fucking people from Europe in the pad. This is my boy right here. What is good? Valhalla Serpents. And he also has an amazing podcast in uh, Norway as well. Uh, Norskin Reptiles. Did I say that right, bro? I'm sorry. He's going to hit. He's going to hate me for that. But thanks for tapping in, bro. Angel Reptile uh, Reptile Club, uh, Patreon family member all day, every day. And he has some trap heat. What is good? Thanks for tapping in. Elite Exotics, thanks for tapping in. Uh, Jacob, what is good, player? Trap Talk Patreon family member, management team, actually, all day, every day. I don't really know what you do in the management team, but I, I you're there. I, I, thanks, Jacob. I love you. Uh, Deviant Glasses, full blow, some really, really sick-ass pieces. Hit him up. Go hit him up on Instagram. Uh, 21st Century Reptiles, what is good? Thanks for tapping in. Dave Pothier, Pothier, damn, I'm sorry. Hey, how are you? Um, let's see, who else is here? Uh, Texas in the building, Texas Kid Reptiles, what is good? X I Ball Pythons, that's cool. Uh, oh, damn, who, who's this? Oh, another Nor Norwegian, did I say that right? Peter Schwartz in the building, what is good? Thanks for tapping in, Norway, I love it. Uh, oh, look, it's Catherine. Wait, Catherine, I'll see you in a bit. Uh, Cuddle Time Critters, what is good? Uh, let's see, Runyon, what is good? Thanks for tapping in. Uh, let's see. Serpent Smith, the homie Dennis in the building. What is good, Dennis? This is Trap Talk Patreon family member all day right here. The Zoo Dream team right here. Go Getty Genetics. My boy just picked up some sick-ass hypo stuff from your boy. Go check him out on Instagram. This dude's on a mission right here. He's making the Walmarts cracking. He's wearing one of these shirts at the Walmarts. He's fucking, dude, it's my boy right here. Check him out. Thanks for, dude, you're stay thugging, bro. I appreciate you so much. The General Family all day, every day, right here is my boy, one of my good friends in this. I appreciate you so much, General. We've been we've been through the thick and the thin through all this, and I, I love you, bro. Thank you so much. Uh, Pride Pythons, what is good? Matt Summers, how do you feel? I am fucking tired, bro. Me and Matt Summers, this is my travel manager. Um, he was along the whole delay ride and all that. I don't know why I got mad. Did I get mad at you? I feel like I did, but anyways, I love you, Matt. Thank you so much. It was an amazing time, uh, my boy, Matt. Please go get my boy, Matt. This is like my brother, dude. So if you fuck with me, you got to go fuck with my boy, Matt. Um, hit him up on YouTube. Go hit him up on Instagram and go see what he's all about because he has so much stuff that he's raising up um, and diverse stuff, super dwarf stuff, uh, ball python stuff, a chondro stuff. Did I say that? Did I say chondro? I'm sorry. Damn, my bad, Matt. I guess we, we shouldn't talk about that, right? Thanks for tapping in, bro. All right, let's see. I'm going to got one more. One more in me and then I got to get to the uh, to my guest. Wide awake morphs. What is good? Thanks for tapping in. Let's go. All right, guys. Canada, what is good? I see Canada in the building. Oh, well, look. Okay, I got to give this guy. I get, he, he's he's tapping in. What's up? How you doing, Mr. Ward? This fucking guy right here. This fucking guy right here. So he's, listen, you're my boy, bro. Don't trip. Christopher. Christopher Ward. Um, guys, Catherine. Heard a lot. So many things about Catherine, man. You know, all positive things. And uh, I don't bring enough females to the channel. You know, I, I, I mean, I do bring females to the channel, but not enough. So I'm excited for this one. Uh, because she does hang out with the crew that is, I highly respect them. You know what I mean? So I'm I'm down to pick her brain. I want to see what her uh, experience been like so far in the hobby. I don't even know how long she's been in the hobby, but why don't we ask her? She's tapping in from Canada. Here she is right now. Catherine from Stellar Serpins. It's Serpins, right? No T? Yeah, no T. Why? Okay. Is, is there... Is it isn't there supposed to be a T? Am I tripping? Because I'm I'm illiterate sometimes, so I don't know. So am I am I missing something? Um, it's actually a constellation and it's called serpents. 
So that's why. I got it. <laughs> Dude, Catherine, thanks for being here. It means a lot. How are you? Thanks for having me. I'm good. How are you? Doing good. Doing good. I'm so curious, okay, because I, I, I you know, with all due respect, I heard, a, I heard, started hearing your name um, anytime I had like Austin or like, you know, any kind of mutation creation team member on my show. Um, so like, as I did that, I'm just curious, well, how long has Catherine been involved with ball Python? So, you know, for people who like me, who don't know how long you've been involved, how, how far back do the ball pythons go with you? Um, so I started breeding, this will be my third year. Um, oh, okay. and I've tight, been tight. working for Billy for a year and a half. It'll be two years in July. Nice. Okay. We're going to talk about that. Don't trip. Uh, but let's see, you got into this game going. Okay. So it's breeding three years for how long you've been keeping for five. Okay. All right, cool. So you, you started picking things up and then you waited, obviously raised it up a couple years and then boom, started breeding, right? <laughs> no, how I did it so wrong. I bought a male as a pet okay. Okay. and then just bought a bunch of breeder females and then oh. learned like that. At least you just didn't buy a bunch of pet males. Only one. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But that's good. Um, okay. So let me ask you, what kind of like influenced you to want to go, you know, the whole branding route? Because, you know, you, you, what you have going on is awesome. You have a brand, you have stuff that you post up consistently. So what motivated you to go that route? Interesting question. <laughs> I think I just got more into breeding and then I realized other people were doing it and I thought it was awesome what they were doing and I wanted to be a part of that and joining this community and right. yeah so were there like any like, like for me right like what started me was I was like really depressed at one point in my life and I was so over everything and I got a ball python because I had a ball python as a kid and I really missed one so I got one and I was so curious why this ball python didn't look like just a normal one I didn't know there was like morphs. I had no clue about morphs. So I fucking Google it, right? Like back then you just Google everything. I mean, people do it now, but now I, back then I believed in Google back then. This is like 2015 or something. You know, you just go to Google and uh, sure enough, Bar Brian Barcheck popped up and I just geeked out. Like, dude, I literally shut everything, anything that was going on in my life. Like, and actually all the bad stuff, I like canceled it and I just would like find a way to buy one more snake and just continue to watch these videos. So that was kind of like my like, big push into like me seeing this world what what was your push um i've been keeping reptiles since i was younger so i think exactly. once i got that ball python it grew and then right. like you were saying watching youtube videos constantly and just being in that every morning waking up to brian's videos and watching those i was one of okay. those um so you're one we're we're, you're, you're, we're 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 on the same we're on the same like world we're on the same spectrum basically Pet tube. <laughs> Pet <Just> tubes. <laughs> opened oh up <laughs> everything. How old are you, Catherine, if you don't mind me asking? I'm 25. Nice, 25. Okay, so, and you basically got into this when you're 20, so pretty young age to get into the breed. I wish I got into this when I was a lot younger, but then again, if I did, I think I would have fucked it all up. Um, so let me ask you, right now, at this point, you work for Billy, or you work with, with at Billy's location, right? And then you manage your 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 collection, what you have going on at home, right? So you have your stuff. So how big is your collection at home? What do you have? Um, I have only 50 snakes right now. Um, cool. I have a very small space that I'm looking at upgrading slowly. Um, I want the snake to reinvest from the snakes I have and then build very slowly. I'm not looking to get a big 
location and just shove a bunch of snakes in it. Um, right. So I'm looking at ARS racks because that will up how many females I can have and just slowly go from there. Nice. Okay. So like, let me ask you, um, oh shoot, hold on. My damn computer's about to die. Oh, there you go. Oh, stupid. My damn charger's terrible. Um, let me ask you this. Um, right now, how many females do you have going a year? Like what's your, what, what is your ratio right now? So last year I had five clutches. Sorry. This year I'm looking at 10 or 12. So and then doubling. I'm doing some split pairings as well. So you're hoping to double things then? Yeah, hopefully this year will be the good year. <laughs> so you got five clutches last year in 2021, right? Yep. And out, out of how many opportunities, like how many how many girls did you pair up? Six. Six. Oh, oh, so you went for five or six. Sick. All right, cool. And so now you're going what? You're, you're looking to pair 10 girls this year or 11? How many are you looking to pair up this year? Um, Off the top of my head, I'm pretty sure it's around 10. Plus, I have some split pairings that I'm doing. So. Dang. All right, tight. So what, what about your first year breeding? Because this is, you said three years, you've been doing it for three years. So if, let's talk about your very first year breeding. How many clutches did you get? Two. No, three. And, I got three. And was that premeditated or was that kind of like on the whim and you're like, let me just pair these girls up and see what happens. Like how, how do those clutches go down? I was very new. So <laughs> they weren't the greatest pairings, but right. I learned a lot from them. I lost my first clutch. I learned how to incubate and pull eggs and look for the signs. So I right. still learned from it. So I think that was important, even if the animals I produced weren't right. the quality I'd like them to be. It's the qualities that's so important. You know what I mean? And I feel like I was very lucky to, because like in the beginning, I picked up my first couple snakes off Craigslist. That's all I knew. Like back then, that's all I knew. I was like, you know, very just green with shit. Uh, like I said, I went from like having something happen in my life to just wanting to get a snake again. And back then, Craigslist, like I sold a bunch of shit on Craigslist. Like Craigslist was a very thing I used for everything. So I just wanted to see if there was a snake on there. Sure enough, there was a ball python. And it was a ball python. It was a, it was a, a Mojave orange ghost. Still have her. Her name is Mercedes. She just laid like two clutches for me so far. But anyways, um, but like that, like led, like I, I kind of met somebody like that, that led to a relationship to somebody who really knew about the quality of these fucking snakes. And he put a couple females in my hand. He told me, dude, right now they're like six, 700 grams in about a year or so. If you feed these, right, they'll be ready to breed and they'll make this, this and that. And these are, and these were my, my base, base snakes. Like I had that Mojave orange ghost. Then I got a super pastel cinnamon fire yellow belly and this is 2015 so and i didn't even realize what i had i didn't know what i had until i started breeding shit and i was like oh my god you know she has all this in there but i felt right then and there i started getting like snobby with like what snakes i'm gonna have like and i only wanted good looking snakes but back you know the thing was back then my dumbass didn't even know recessive codom like i was literally looking at snakes based off the looks and like i'm gonna put those two together and fucking make something sick like that's like that. I did that for the first year buying snakes. Like it was a mess. Like, and like yeah. And so I don't know. I ended up having sixty snakes that did not make any sense. So I had to like literally downgrade in half, but then use that money to get what I wanted to the for the stuff that I held back. Does that make sense? Yep. Yeah. So I mean, like, dude, there's this like 
that was like my noob. Like that's my like big green moment. But anyways, what I was going with that is my, so that was like my first year experiencing that. And then, like I said, that those two females, my buddy put um, in my hands uh, that next year, they were big enough to breed. And, you know, I don't think I like what I think I really wanted to breed that next year, but I was like, let me just see what happens. And sure enough, I got my first clutch and that was 2019, 2019. Yeah. Um, but I was like, dude, I'm holding this fucking whole clutch back. I don't even give a fuck what it was. It was actually one male and four females. So I was like, I don't care. I'm going to keep the whole clutch back anyways. Um, and I still have those four females. Uh, the one male I ended up giving, I did a giveaway and luckily went to one of my Patreon members. So I still have tabs on that snake, but quality, it changed everything on how I look at these, how I look at this game, plain and simple. If it's not quality, I don't want it. If it's not something that smacks through the phone, because you got to understand, Catherine, you got to understand, Catherine, you know, no snake pitcher does it justice compared when you see it in person. Like you have to see it in person. And what what is, what is intense about that? And you should know this because you work at Mutation Creation. But when I went I'm to Cabelka's. I'm also Cabelka, a photographer. So. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. So you get it. So when I went to Cabelka's, Catherine, I was, I was like, my whole life was in HD vivid. Like, yeah, I was, I was microdosing too. But still, like, I was like, holy shit. Like, what the? I just couldn't believe the intensity of a twenty, thirty thousand dollar snake in person, you know, like you understand it then, you know, like it's insane, but quality is your best bet. Like that's, that should be your motive in this game. I feel like. But I think we all have to start somewhere and learn. Right. So sometimes right. you need to start at that low quality and it makes you appreciate the journey so much more. Yeah. You know, but at the end of the day, like so, sometimes I feel like I talk about this all the time, Catherine. I feel like if you're really meant for something, things land in your lap. You know, like opportunities will land in your lap. Look where you're. I mean, you're you have mad opportunity right now. Look, look at the look what you're on right now. You're on the fucking coolest reptile podcast in the world. I'm just kidding. Um, no, but like opportunities are everything, and it's really it's really up to you what you do with those opportunities. And and I just feel like you should never pass on quality. Does that make sense? Like 100. Agree. So okay, let me uh, let's speed things up. So. Year one, no, you Brett, your first clutch was in year one or year two. What when did you have your first clutch? Um, when I say three years breeding, I had my first clutch three years ago. Oh, my bad. You already said that. Okay, duh. Yeah. All right. So three years ago you had your first clutch. When did you run into Billy? How did that happen? Let's kind of talk about that. Um, so my one of my brother's friends was into snakes as well. So we were supposed to do a whole <gasps> breeding loan together. Anyways, um, that didn't work out and i ended up selling a bunch of snakes that we bought on kijiji which is our craigslist um <laughs> all right respect through that <laughs> i met um tyler douglas at hyped up reptiles and uh he introduced me to billy working for billy so in my first year of breeding i met billy oh really okay and what was that what was that like where was that at like where'd you guys meet at um billy needed someone somebody to clean and it was during covid so all of my work was on hold so billy brought me in two days a week to clean the grow-ups and eventually it just grew more and more and more and now i'm there almost every day <laughs> damn what but see like i mean i'm sure you were like holy shit like i'm in a cool ass position right now like you know and, and you didn't even look at the grunt work as a bad thing like you were willing to do it and i feel like when you have that level of like, I'll give me a tub, I'll scrub the shit out of that tub. I have no problem. Like that, you know, a lot of people like don't want to do that. Like, especially if you like, like I've tried having people help me and they don't clean like I clean. Like, like, 
you know, like if like, you know, not that they're in a rush, but like, like fucking care. Like I don't have all day to sit here. You know what I mean? Like we need to fucking clean and get moving like with a passion sort of, you know what I mean? But I'm sure Billy saw that in you and he was probably like, holy shit. Like Catherine's a, you know, and you're female, which is cool. Like I'm saying, like there's, it's awesome to see more diversity when, you know, when it comes to like males and females, like, you know, you know, what's funny right now. Oh my God. I don't know if you know, do you follow any other accounts besides ball Python accounts? Like, you know, girl, like, you know, Anaconda accounts and stuff like that. Like people who work with like other species. Do you, do you mess with any of those accounts at all? Um, I think I've met people through the grapevine. So right. there are some, but not honed in on it. So check this out. Congratulations. Cause this is a first time ever on this episode that somebody who I highly respect when it comes to a female keeper actually like commented and waved. I, I don't know if this is by mistake, Megan, because first off, this girl is so like like thuggish in this reptile game. Like she is so gangster at what she does. By the way, that logo is her anaconda wrapped around her, and she has an albino on anaconda that she bred. She's such a badass. I'm telling you, I'm gonna, dude. She's a badass. Trust me. Go check her out, Catherine. But anyways, I will. She, dude, she's here right now, waving respect. I feel like she's might she might be lost, but if you're not, Megan, thank you so much for tapping in and waving this. This is sick. I'm telling you right now. This is like I respect the shit out of this girl, and she's here. Uh, and she busts my balls a lot and she doesn't follow me on Instagram, but I still love her. Megan, you're sick. I can't wait to hang out with you. And we have plans. You know what I mean? Microphone. You get it. All right. Thank you so much. I just had to say it. I like the girl power stuff, man. It, we need more of it. Does, it. does that make sense? Yeah, it's great. Um, I've met so many women in this hobby and constantly bringing each other up. It's amazing. Right. So, okay. So, I mean, currently right now, do you have any female keepers that you like are in taps with or that you talk to at all? Or like, it's, I mean, what's your, what's your circle like right now, but besides the MC crew? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I just kind of talk to people everywhere. I try not to only stick to one click and I'm open to meeting new people and that's tight. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have so anyone I'm in cahoots with. <laughs> That's yeah, you gotta yeah, you gotta be cool to everyone. You know what I mean? That's just how it works. Um, especially because like you know, the old mentality, how keepers used to be, they used to like hoard information and not want to give it out. Like, all that's different, you know what I mean? Like, we're we're all in this together now, you know. Like, there's no sense of like trying to like be against shit that we're all trying to accomplish, you know. Um, but anyways, so right now, obviously, you know, you begin, you know, are you your position at Billy's is currently what? Are you still busting tubs or like what what are you doing right now, Catherine? Um, I clean still. Um, hey, respect. I think that's always something you have to do because even if, no matter how much help Billy brings in, if somebody gets sick or somebody's having a bad day, you still need help. Um, so cleaning bins is something I think we'll always have to do, but it's everything else that makes it worth it. So right. constantly learning. Um, I help Billy with sales. So me and him will sit down. I'll help him price. So I'm learning how to price from Billy, which is awesome. Right. Um, we I do the pictures. I'm very involved with the husbandry pro stuff, finding out how it works, how we can use it to the best of basically what we need it for, uh, how to make it better. Um, I help Billy a lot just keeping organized and staying on top of things. Right. Well, that's good. I mean, but here's the thing. Like, Catherine, it kind of dawned on me, like, when I actually put you on, cause like I have like a, like a roster on my phone, like my notes. Like I just, if I, somebody who I want to bring on, I just put their name down and eventually I, I get to them. Right. So you want to know what made me want to put your name down? 
No. Okay. You, oh, you don't want to know? No, like I don't know why. I want to know. Oh, oh I, I, my bad. <laughs> I, I misheard myself. I'm so sorry. Fuck. It's been, I have hardly any sleep in me. Uh, yes. But anyways, so I had Billy on. Uh, recent, the most recent podcast I had with Billy. You know, he was kind of like, you know, he was going through some stuff, right? He was kind of just burnt out, you know, and just – Talk, you know, kind of talking how he needs to kind of sit back a little bit and just kind of regroup. Um, and you know, one thing he was really upset about, you know, and I could I could hear in his voice, like he was really, really upset that you had to, you know, be the leader and basically clean the bathroom, you know, and pick up after boys and, and whatnot. And he he thought that you didn't have to do that. Um, and I felt like you shouldn't be the only one having to do that, but I feel like you wanted to be a leader and you took the initiative, like nobody you know i don't know did anyone force you to do that or you or did you just felt like fuck this i'm gonna clean it because i'm sick of it being like this like what i mean what what went on during that time yeah basically um like it started at the old facility they would be like oh you don't want to use the washroom here like go go across the tim wardens and then at the new facility i stayed on top of cleaning one of the bathrooms and that was the one i used <laughs> because i don't right. want to be sitting where like i've made jokes about putting targets in the seats Right. <laughs> like in the toilet oh yeah, yeah pee here yeah, <laughs> yeah. um i don't know i like things organized and if i'm in an environment that's scattered i feel scattered right so it's keeping things clean and being on top of things well and then i mean i'm sure you spend a lot of time there too so it's kind of like your second home in a way i'm sure right like if you i'm sure you're there a lot so you know with me like I didn't give a fuck about cleaning up after nobody but myself until I was in the gym industry. Like I got, I started working for 24 hour fitness and I was literally like doing really well and become about to become a, you know, this is right before I became a general manager. And I, and I saw like the biggest thing that really helped anyone become noticed, uh, you know, to be a GM is when they just picked up things right away. And like, I dude, I picked up puke. I picked up fucking like nasty shit at a gym just because like, I knew if I did that and I set that example, when I'm not there and that shit happens, someone's gonna pick it up. And they're they're not gonna be like, well, fuck, who's they're not gonna look at each other and be like, oh well, you know, who no one else picks it up. No, fuck that. They know if that shit goes down, I'm there, I'm picking it up, you know. So I, I thought I was like, dude, Billy, you you got a you're lucky. You got somebody who's like setting good examples and a good environment just makes a better workplace, period. Like, you know, a cleaner environment, I should say. And I'm super OCD with that shit. Like I'm like, I'm a pretty clean dude. Like, you know, I'm just saying like, yeah, I have, I burp and shit and do other stuff, but I'm just saying like, you know, I have OCD the way my, my clothes are like put away. Like I just like clean situations, you know? So, but it really helped me realize what really, be, what really made me excel at becoming a general manager at that time was just fucking learning to le learn to do the stuff that no one else liked to do. And that's picking up after someone like that's, and that's what it is. Like you, yeah, I, I had members come in feeling entitled, throwing their, throwing their towels on the floor, like literally not giving a shit. You know what I mean? And I had to suck up my pride and just be like, yo, this is, this is my, this gym is my second home. So what, do, what do I got to do if I was at home? I would clean it. So I get it. I get it. I used to work at a gym too. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh my God. I met my wife at a gym. That's how I pulled my wife was at a gym. Do you know that? You want to hear the story how I pulled my wife? Go for it. All right. So. I, before I became a GM, I was a uh, fitness man, not fitness manager, but I was a sales manager and I sold a lot of personal training. Like, dude, I was the man at selling personal training. Like, you know what they would do? I would, I would have a fresh box of tissues on my desk because literally I would make people break down and cry. Like either, either, either because they're happy, they finally did it and they're like taking the next step 
or I'm calling out on their bullshit and they're fucking just so mad that they're like literally going to make a really bad decision and walk away because of money. But anyways, shit went down. But my wife, she was fresh out of, or she was still in college, but she was fresh out of personal training school and like getting her cert, her cert and all that stuff. And, um, yeah, man, like I was in charge of all the, you know, anything that, anything that I bought, anything that I got like new customer wise, like new client wise, I was able to pick who I wanted to give it to, you know, trainer wise. So when I knew she was new and I, I knew she was cute and I knew she didn't have extensions and, and I liked her, uh, and she was a Raider fan and I was a Raider fan, all these things clicked. I just started giving her all these clients and boom, boom, boom. And then, you know, she's like looking around, like, how's this happening? And I'm just waving at her and <laughs> that's how that happened. So I had the fitness industry to thank. Thank you. <laughs> that's cute. Anyways, that's my story. What's your background with fitness? Like what, why would that's, that's cool. I want to hear about why you're in the gym industry. Um, so I always played sports in school and when it came to picking what I wanted to do with my life, the first thing I actually went into was fitness and health. So I, um, got into that and it's not something I stuck with, but I still work out for my personal gain. I don't mind training friends and helping them out. Respect. Um, but I love lifting and it's a way to (sighs) relax. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like I just, I have so many injuries that like, I, and I lift heavy, so it hurts. Like, you know, I sometimes fuck myself up. Like I love squatting heavy and shit. You know, I just, that was my thing, but it just, it became, the pain became not fun. And I, you know, I just didn't know how to just chill. And like, you know, I started rolling and stretching and stuff, but like, I, I you, you gotta, to really roll, you gotta spend like 30 minutes doing it. And I'm just like, I got to go. You know what I mean? I'm just the worst person when it, like you're supposed to stretch and all that. But I do it, especially because I'm getting older and you have to. Um, but anyways, yeah, I, I don't know what the fuck where I was going with that. I have. No- <laughs> I was going to talk to something about what was that? What were you just talking right before that? I do this once ep- once an episode where my mind just goes. Phew. Oh, well, guess what? Another cool person in the building. Do you follow my boy, Joel State 48 Exotics? Maybe. You should. This guy's he's been really quiet, like super quiet. And I I I miss you, man. I mean, I, I do tap in with him every now and then. It's my boy Joel, but he has an amazing pied collection, um, gravel pied stuff. Like, oh man, this is my boy Joel. Anyways, I haven't seen him in a while. Uh, I just thought I'd, you know, shout him out uh because this is my boy. And uh I hope I see you at some show soon, Joel. And uh yeah, like I said, he's kind of the originator, you know, because Catherine, I don't know about you, but when I first started in this hobby in 20. 20- Okay, I would say I legit started in 2016 going to 2017 as far as like opening up an Instagram where it's about my snakes. That was like 2017. Um, so, you know, I did meet some good friends. You know, I met some people and, you know, obviously that list that there was, the group was pretty big. And then as time went on and as moves I was making was moving, that group got small. Like people just either stop talking to me, they fall off. They just, you know what I mean? Haters are haters. What are you going to do, right? But how how is how's it been for you? Like, how's the community treated you so far? Like, as a whole, you feel like, um, you know, I just wanted just curious on what your experience been like. Um, it's been pretty welcoming. There's definitely people you fall closer to, but there's also pe- people you get close with and then you fall off with. So there's it's that normal. balance, but it's keeping respect and just yep. keeping it moving. Hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. So. Let's talk about as far as what you have planned moving forward on, you know, the, you know, your upcoming seasons, right? Because you're looking at 10 clutches um, and I know you're kind of like on the slow growth, but 
in a perfect world, if things were going to go in your way, how many more clutches are you looking to go up each year? Like, what, what are we looking at here? Um, I honestly don't think that far. <laughs> um, I think if I have maybe 20 plus clutches, but not over 50, I think I'll be comfortable. That's dude. I feel like if you're doing it, by, if you're doing it by yourself, 50 is like the number I feel like. And I feel like even that's going to be like, whew, you know what I mean? Um, so it's respect. I'm on the same, I'm on the same growth, like uh goal as well. I would like to get to 50 and just chill at 50 and just, you know, be cool with it. Um, because at the end of the day, I do want to hold back stuff. You know what I mean? And yeah, I don't have like, I, I'm, I don't want to say I'm good on space and I know there's things I could make room with, but like shit in five years from now, I'm going to need a lot more space for sure. 110%. So and I can't do that, you know, that's why I can't just be like, oh, I need to get to 100 clutches and like, you know, because people don't understand, like, you could get to 100 clutches if you're investing right and things happen. Like, dude, yeah, you, you get there as fast as you want. But like, what happens once you get there? You have people to buy all your snakes. Are you ready for all that shit? Like, are you, did you build it's all the right? It's a lot of work. It's so much work. And the one thing that stresses me out and, and dude, I don't even sit on snakes and people who follow me know my shit sells quick. But still, if I even have a snake that I'm keeping for like a month or two, like I don't like it. Like I hate sitting on snakes that I know I want to sell. I don't get I don't get like stressed out. I, I mean, I don't get like desperate, but like I just couldn't imagine having like racks of just snakes. And I'm just like, dude, I haven't even posted these on Morph Market yet. Like what the fuck? You know, like that just sounds like it could take the fun out of things in, in, in my opinion. I don't know. So that's why that fits yeah, balance that 50 number, especially because I work with other species too, dude. Like I'm trying to breed chondros. I'm trying to breed, breed emeralds. Um, so balance is everything, you know, like, I don't know. Do you work with anything else besides ball pythons or do you have ambitions to work with any other species besides ball pythons? Um, I have a pair of hogs. I'm trying to test out if that's something I want to do before no, I go you don't. all in. So those <laughs> and then – um, into chondros you you look like a chondro girl man i feel like you could get into chondros you like chondros yeah oh you do one Ooh. maybe one day okay i have a couple good homies that i'm like my my goal because i would love to have some of my work like spread out like you know what i mean like some 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 of my bloodline in canada would be great and i got a couple like you know you know my boy khalil 514 you heard of khalil it's my boy we're in the best hair hair club for men <laughs> We do a lot. We get hated on just because how good our hair is. That's, that's, that's what it goes down. But I'm, I'm my goal. He's for like three years now. He's asked me to make him a chondro and you know, I'm getting closer and closer. I don't know. It could be still another three years, but if I ever get to that point, Catherine, and things are going well in your life and, and you're like, yeah, MJ, I still fuck with you. I'm going to, I'm going to send you a chondro. I'm going to send you a chondro. Okay. How about that? Sounds good. But you have to get rid of the hog noses. Get fucking the get rid <laughs> Kidding. I'm just kidding. My Patreon members get so upset because they're the I, I got some hog nose breeders in there. I love you guys. I'm I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Personal I'm preference. Kidding. I listen, they're not as bad as sand boas. <laughs> Don't have I mean, any of those. They just like worms. I just want a snake. I okay, snakes are prehistoric to me. Okay. And honestly, like the thing about us uh sand what, we're talking about sandbows, right? Back? That's you were okay. Sambo is like, do you ever play Mario Brothers? Like, did you ever play fuck with Mario Brothers? Do you know that? Like, they look like a Mario Brothers creature, like straight up, and which is cute. Don't get me wrong, but I want a snake. Like, I don't want a creature 
cartoon creature but you know listen they are cool they have awesome traits they do some sick ass shit i mean they are cool i mean i'm just like i like to like throw a little dab jabs because i've always done that with the hard noses so that's cool listen if it works out and you like it you know fuck it roll you know it's cool dude take it that's what i say fuck what anyone else says if you love it then do it that's what i say so let me let me ask you this Catherine. right now what there's a lot of uh different you know ways of feeding you know adult snakes you know your adult ball pythons like some people don't believe in feeding mediums and you know anything bigger than a small what do you feed your adult snakes if you don't mind me asking um my males will get a wean or a small i usually will alternate depending on the week um, i do big feedings every other week and then smaller feedings in between and okay. sometimes i'll just take a week off um my adult females i'll usually do a medium rat bi-weekly but it also depends on my supplier and how big those mediums are do, is, is supply ever an issue for you sometimes like do you ever go through a drought with uh, rodents yeah um not because breeders don't have anything but the rat breeders i like don't live close right um, so it's finding that quality that i'm used to or yeah balance <laughs> balanced right and when, and as I far keep as frozen so i just buy in bulk and keep my freezer full oh that's tight and and you know as far as frozen goes i mean if is, as your collection gets bigger are you going to always try to just stick to frozen thought or do you ever see yourself like breeding rodents or like go in that route um i would love to breed rodents but it takes a lot of time and i'm not sure i will have the time for that i work four or five jobs i don't have time for that <laughs> Dude, the rodents literally is that's gonna test you for sure. And I'm 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 thankful that I did rodents for the first two years, three years, three years I bred rodents, and it was like like it made it made the snake work a fucking walk in the park. It was a breeze. Like I was like, I couldn't wait to go to the snakes. You know what I mean? And this is after doing like four hours of rodents, I would still go do three hours of snakes because like I was just happy to beat the snakes, you know. And this is when I was I had a nine to five and I was working all these hours, so I like I had to do my rat and snake day in the same day. I had no choice. You know what I mean? But damn, those days were long. I'm talking like backbreaking, like, you know, like I'm trying to get it done. But then like, I'm somebody who has to like that. That's, I was like, I, that tub had to be fucking spick and span. Like I got rid of every dry piece of shit on that fucking tub. I was, that was because my OCD, I was telling you about, like I would sit there with the hose and just spraying it and then just like chipping things off. Like, so that, that took extra long, you know, but you know, I stayed on top of my, my rodent chores every, like once a week, dude, I never let that shit go past. I've had it go past by accident. Worst thing ever. That shit will mess up your room. Dude, they smell, man. They fucking reek. Like, ugh. like I don't miss it. I don't miss it at all. I fucking fell in love with the rat pups. They're so cute. It was the saddest thing ever, dude. I, I, dude, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't ever, I feel like I, I will eventually start bringing rats at some point in my life again because where I want to go in this game and it's only going to make sense. But God damn, I don't miss that. I don't miss picking out my, my, my rat pups. I wanted to hold back so many rat pups and then they got big and ugly and they're like, oh, fuck it, you know, but still like sometimes you got to kill them when they were young, you know, and it's like, I would get sad. Like I would be mad and shit, you know, like it messed me up. Even sometimes you have to get the live ones to feed hatchlings. And yeah, you do. You just talk. Sometimes them. it's so hard. Yeah. And you know, when it's my hatchling, I'm like, I'd rather my hatchling live than this. So it is what it is. I don't give a fuck. But like, you know, back then I was like feeding things. I was just raising, you know, like 
So I was just, and I was spending so much more time with the rodent, you know, like I was like literally like taking, you know, I was mothering them basically. It's yeah, it's a fucking pet. And then they're being so cute and like, you know, like, and I had this rule where if they bit me, I'd fucking murk them. Like if they bit me, they're, they're done, you know, like they're, you're, you're fed off. And, and so a lot of them were just pretty chill for the most part. Even my, I had these rodents that were like fucking gigantic, like, and they were so cute. Oh man. The day I had to kill them all off. It was so sad. It was the saddest day ever. And I, all I did was toss them to like all these mainly retics. Oh my God. It was like a horror movie, dude. I don't want to relive it. Why'd you do this, Catherine? This is your fault. You did this to yourself. <laughs> um, so let me ask you this. What do you, What's your opinion? Because, like, you know, I don't know how – I mean, I do kind of know how things are in Canada, but for the most part, everything's so fragile on 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 how animal content's being put out. And what I mean is, like, I remember coming into this hobby and thinking putting a live feeding video was cool. Like, fuck, look at this, you know? And, like, I feel like that's, like – I feel like that's, that's kind of like a, a thing that's not helping any of us in what in any situation or, like, showing live feedings. But, like – what are th are there anything that you feel like social media wise does that you feel like could tone down or like you wish wasn't so exploited that's making us look bad that you could think of? Not really. I think it's more people just need to be more aware of what they're posting and see it from a different perspective. Right. And um, if you're going to post something that's iffy, but it's for educational purposes, maybe put more effort into that educational part. Let people know this is why you're doing it. So even if it's taken out of context, you can refer back and be like, hey, no. Right. Look. Right. Respect. Now, let me ask you this, Catherine. With what you have going on in your projects, like what are some of the things you're most excited about? Like what are some things that are going – that you're breeding this year that you're looking to hatch out hopefully? Um, finally going to produce visual recessives. So I think that's just a big step for me. Um my clown project is what's going to bloom the most this year. So I'm super excited for that. Make some double hets. Um, I have ultramel stuff and I have enhancer stuff. So making double het clown enhancer, double cla uh, het clown ultramels. That'll be fun. Um, and I can actually produce visual ultramels as well. So, Dude, can you like school me a little bit on the enhancer? What exactly is the enhancer and what is it like? What's the trait for it? Like if you could kind of spiff me up on that um it's i'm not gonna say they're exactly the same because there are visual differences in dg and enhancer right they're from the same line i think but um dg has darker blacks and then it'll turn more brownish where um enhancer is more yellow so the blacks will be duller but the snake is brighter so you, it's basically what you prefer and in different combos, it looks different. Oh, that's sick. And and it's a recessive or is it a codom? I'm sorry. Enhancer, it's a recessive. Okay. It's the same as DG or similar to DG. Oh, oh got it. Okay. Respect. All right. Now, I mean, do you have any DG stuff or are you just on the enhancer tip? I am only have enhancer right now just because okay. people are trying to decide how to go about mixing them or keeping them separate. So I'm going to keep it separate for now. Maybe in the future I'll mix it or have both lines running. But for now, it's just Enhancer. So we're talking another ultra male mon Monarch situation, basically, right? But DG and Enhancer are compatible. 
Oh, that's sick. I was going to ask that. Okay, cool. Respect. Is there a DG hand? Okay, hold on. Who has, do you have DG enhancer stuff that we could look at? Who has DG um, enhancer? I have one snake I bought in as, an, as an enhancer, but I think it's a DG enhancer. Who out there that you know of that's like working with DG Enhancer a lot? Like that, you know, a lot of people there? won't say it's mixed, so they'll call it DG even if it's DG Enhancer or Enhancer. So it's very that, hard to find. Do you have that snake on your page at all? Uh, no, I don't Cap post her. You don't post her? Why is that? No, she has a really small head. And, oh, really? Uh, she kind of like has mini seizures, so I don't think she's something I'll breed in the future. Oh, damn. That sucks to hear. I'm so sorry. Oh, it's, it's okay. It's part of it, right? Sometimes yeah. you buy something not knowing what it is, and you trust people, and then... It's just rare you hear this with ball pythons. You know what I mean? It, I mean, it happens. Don't get me wrong, but it's just like, you know, it's when you're trying to experiment and see how things work. Um, do you feel like that's always going to be the case if you do that? Enhancer to DG will always create... Do you think that's like a genetic thing from doing that or do you just feel like that just was the luck of the draw of the snake from the way it was uh, Could have been an out? incubation issue like i don't know and the oh. people who sold her to me have no intention of talking about it so Whatever. Um, yeah uh chris just said that cory woods works with dg enhancer cross visuals oh what the homie cory woods that's my boy cory woods so is, you probably find them on morph market the g yeah i'm gonna, I'm gonna i just typed page. I just typed in. Uh, I didn't find him on Morph Market. I don't. I didn't see him. But let me see if I can find him on uh, his page. But anyways, let me ask you this: um, It's Corey Wood, man. He's been around for a minute. Like this guy, he literally has the same freaking profile pic. It makes me laugh. Um, since like I started, which was like like I said, 2016, 2017. But who in Canada, other than Billy, that like you kind of like looked at and were like kind of followed and and you know kind of got influenced off their projects? Anyone else that you could think of? um will's a big one um uh, rcr individual. yep yeah mm -hmm. the way he builds his projects and it's he's very good at it and learning from what you see him do is great and he's a really nice person as well he is very nice i love will very kind i love it when he comes to visit you know what i mean it's like he's like a boss you know what i mean like a head boss or some shit I've only him. met him, I think, three times, and the second time we met, he just asked me questions, and I think that, like, he showed interest, which was nice. And he's just one of those guys to where if you get a, he's one of those guys where if you get a chance to sit down and talk to him, like, you guys are really gonna, like, you're gonna get a lot of information from him. You know what I mean? Like, he'll he'll go, like, he'll go in. You know, so that's cool. You know, any chance I get to, a chance to chop it up with, with Will, especially in person, I take advantage of it for sure. Um, so let me ask you this. If it's one thing Will does right, <laughs> I don't know about right, man. He does it to, to right to his favor, but his holdback game is heavy. Like, he don't fuck around. Like, he loves holding his shit back. So what's your game plan with your holdbacks? How do you when, you, when you hatch a clutch, right? Like, let's say you hatch 10 eggs. When you're looking at the eggs, what are you thinking? Like, how many holdbacks are you wanting? Are you just looking to get one, two? Like, what, what, what's your game plan when it comes to holdbacks? So it'll be this year that I'm going to have to actually sit down and think about that when I hatch things. So I haven't gotten there yet, right. but I think it's just going to be, what do I need? What am I going to regret selling later? Um, and just hold back what's going to work best for me. Nice. 
Now, as far as like, because, you know, you're up north, you're, obviously it's cold as shit, right? So do you ever run into any issues like with heating or stuff like that? Or like, how do you implement the heat and like, how do you control the the temperature in your room? Um, I don't have my room temperature controlled, so I'm going off of heat tape and that's fun. Um, <laughs> the goal is to get a temperature controlled room eventually. Um, so basically we haven't had any power outages, but I have a backup generator that if I need to use, I can pop that in. And then, um, I keep a lot of heat packs around. Nice. So if we have a power outage, at least I can use heat packs. Yeah. Something like just a backup for a backup type thing. That's smart. You got to have that. Cause I mean, it gets pretty cold where you're at. Obviously like it gets like cold, cold. Yeah. We had so much snow last week. I walked outside and it was up to my waist. Dude, I had snow. I had snow barely on the soles of my shoes and I was over it. I was like, fuck this. I was freezing balls, dude. Like, like I, I felt it felt like I had needles in my hands. I was like, because I was carrying bags. We were like, we had to park across like the street in this parking structure and like walk on this ice. I'm slipping and like. Dude, it was crazy. I was like, what the fuck? Like, people live in this? Like, this is bizarre. Like, I couldn't believe it. God. People live in much worse. <laughs> I know. It was wild. It was crazy as shit. I was not prepared. Matthew had his Doc Martin. He had his boots on. He was ready to rock. <laughs> I didn't. I had some Nike shoes. Actually, no, I showed up with Crocs. I'm an idiot. I literally showed up with Crocs. I had socks on, but still, Crocs, what the fuck? What was I thinking? I need to stop leaving. the. I keep leaving to the airport way too high in the mornings, and I just I don't dress up accordingly sometimes. Check the weather where you're going, not where dude, you are. Reals. Yeah, I mean, I, I was like, I knew, okay, pack jackets, but like, hello, dude, like, you, you know, that you know you're about to walk in the snow when you walk out of the airport, and sure enough, fuck. And if your feet nuts. are cold, you're cold. Dude, I was freezing balls. Let me just tell you that. Like, it was nuts. Like... And even I, even as I was getting warm, I was still cold. Like it was like, it was a different level of coldness. I'm a Cali boy, dude. I run hot. I run hot all the time. And uh, whatever. I just were props to you. If you guys could do that. Because um, I love. Pen I, I was in Pennsylvania. I have my all my mom, all my Italian sides from Pennsylvania. So I, I, I love going back there. But any, I haven't been back there since I was a kid when it was snowing. So I just don't remember what it felt like to be in snow. Like it's cold. Like it's really cold. Yeah, but. I'm just looking out the window and seeing the snow. <laughs> I'm not it's beautiful. Though. I, snow's be hey, snow's beautiful. Don't get me wrong. I love the snow. Like, look at it and stuff like that. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's beautiful. If you're if you're dressed appropriately, appropriately, you're gonna you're gonna enjoy it. That's for sure. But if you're wearing Crocs like me, you're not gonna enjoy it. That's for sure. Let me ask you this, Catherine. Do you have any hopes to come to the U.S. and like show up to a show or like do you even do shows? Let's talk about reptile shows. Um. I will go to shows. I haven't vended my own yet. Um, they, we have a show coming up in February. Um, Chris is, said I can put some animals on his table, so that'll just be my cross <laughs> into that. Um, I would love to come to the States and go to a show, and it's definitely in the cards in the future. Just got to find people to go with. <laughs> but, I mean, if, if it worked out, you would like to have your own setup someday. You like to be vending at shows. Like you're, you're. That's something you look I, to, look forward to do. Yeah, I think it's fun. Even just being behind Billy's table, you're talking to people, you're meeting people. 
Um, a lot of people you meet online and then they show up to these shows and you finally get to meet them. It's awesome. Right. Now, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this right now, what's going on, obviously with, with, with good production, like when you have good results and you're obviously selling snakes, you know, you get this thing start flowing in that's called snake money, you know, or AKA monopoly. Garrett Hardo calls it monopoly money, but you start getting this money and then you're thinking like, well, what do I need? What am I looking to do? So let me ask you this. If you're in a position and you're looking to like, you know, do something to the project and add something, what would you add? Like, what are, what are, what are some, some things that you don't have that you would love to have or love to add? If I had the money and they were available, I would get a um, loaded, well, as loaded as it can be, because a lot of people still haven't made them, um, clown um, Ultramel and just work that into my collection because I have so many of each with those double hats that I want to make this year that would just push me so far ahead. I could get one. I know some. I don't have the money for it. Don't tempt me. Because you're right, not a lot of people do it. Like this guy's he's one of the few who are dropping this heat. And he's like one of my good boys, like one of my homie homies. Can you guess? No, you, you give up? No, um, it went the connection lost for a second, oh. so I didn't hear most oh. of what you said. Oh, can you guess who I'm talking about? Off the top of my head, no. Okay. It's my boy Marshall Mendez. Uh mm -hmm. yeah. So check this out. Clown Ultra Mill so nice so beautiful huh and like this is an, also a snake when you see it in person it looks way more fucking sicker than what you're I seeing i can imagine yeah, yeah. It's, and then he's actually have like dude he has this he has this with gravel going like this year like it's dude he's doing some nutty stuff with this you have no idea um do you follow my boy marshall at all red, red mountain herps do you follow him no i'm gonna have to go follow him please do uh, that's my boy it's one of my good homies and uh like I said, you know, we were talking about Condros. Since we have his page up, I guess we'll just look. You, you want to look at some of his Condros? Let's go for it. Oh, God. All right. You asked for it. Here he is. So nice. Versace. This snake is 20 years old. It's beautiful. No, this is, wait. No, this is not Versace. My bad. This is a female. I was like, hold on. That's not Versace. I'll show you Versace. But look at his productions, man. Like that snake will stay yellow. You know what I mean? Like normally a snake would become more green, but like that snake's that snake's only gonna become more yellow with like those black dots. Those black dots will come in, but you know, normally if I don't know if you notice with green tree pythons, they become either when they're born, they're either red or yellow when they first come mm -hmm. out of the egg. And then they stay they within the next couple of years, they transition to some sort of green tone or green with something. Well, this thing's not turning green, it's gonna be yellow. <laughs> it's pretty nuts, right? That is really cool. I love the a, teal ones. Uh, like, like, oh, like the blue ones. See, look, mm -hmm. told you. See, look, I wasn't lying, Catherine. I don't, I don't, I don't fake the funk. See, look, that's my boy. Told you. <laughs> I was at it. That's Alabama. He's in Alabama. Um, also works with emeralds and stuff like that as well. Uh, let me see. I'm trying to. See. I want to show you some other snakes that he has. Oh, here's some other ultramel clown stuff that he has hatched out. For, that's the first this is the first ultramo clown that he's ever hatched out that's awesome yeah wait no first one of the year i'm tripping my bad marshall <laughs> no, 
No disrespect. I think he hatched out. No, he hatched him out a long time ago. My bad. I think the first one he hatched out was 2012. That's pretty nuts, huh? And I'm pretty positive he has Blade in his in, in this. Like, doesn't it look like this is Blade. Yeah, it's very clean. Yeah, I already showed. I showed this to uh, the homie uh, Austin. You know, obviously, fucking Morph King. Um, you know, he helps me idea shit all the time. Thank you, Austin. I appreciate you. You like Austin? No, we're we're good. Yeah. We're good. <laughs> yeah, we're good. <laughs> He's all right. <laughs> Oh my god. So okay, Ultra Mill Clown would be like a huge thing you like to add. What about like let's say you were to get that check? What would be something else? Like let's give me the give me your top two. Like new projects? Just like okay, so all like I mean as far as something you would like to add, if money was not an issue and you're like, I could fucking buy that if I want, other than Ultra Mill Clown, what's something else you would add or get? Like if just I just want your top two. Uh, I really want to get into lace. So I think that's where I would spend a lot of money. You nailed it. I need lace so bad. Lace is sick. I really like lace. Yeah, it's beautiful. Uh, when Billy imported the um, white lace yellow belly head clown, I think it was. So beautiful. Like that thing came out of the box and we we're like, holy shit. Right. Now, okay. I have to ask you this. When, I mean, obviously the, first year breeding like especially when you have eggs in incubator it's pretty nerve-wracking i'm sure when it's like closer to time and you're looking at the eggs how did your first clutch go for you as far as like did they come out healthy did they come out okay did you like have a couple like mishaps happen like what, what kind of break down your first clutch so my first two clutches went super well and then i thought i had the third one in the bag <laughs> and um that clutch it was the last clutch that i had that year um, all the babies hatched and then three out of the five just dropped it, um, at different times too. Oh, so shit. I don't know what was wrong. Um, yeah. So learning that lesson was hard, but I think it was needed. Definitely needed. Definitely needed because here's the thing. Like I said, you don't get a lot of like, like with me, ball pythons was not dying on me in the beginning. What died on me were chondros. Like I got, I went from ball pythons to chondros to emeralds, but I was getting imports and they were just dying on me. And based off, I didn't do nothing wrong. They were just dying. And I was like getting really upset because it wasn't really the money, but this is a snake that I've been wanting forever. Like I was obsessed with chondros, never thought I would ever own a chondro. And then I find a guy to sell me chondros and then they're dying on me. So I'm just like, what the fuck but then they're also animals and not knowing what's wrong kind of affects that, you. It, but then here's the thing too Catherine. when you're taking a gamble like an import more than likely it's gonna die like that's it and and i had to learn to accept that like i had to be like all right if i'm gonna continue to buy fucking an imported chondro i can't be mad if it dies like it, it, it that's what it, it's gonna probably happen more than likely so I started accepting the fact and not being so worried about that happening and just being worried about acclimating it and getting it like eating and shitting and shedding and being normal to where, you know, a lot of my imports started just making it and they were doing good. Um, but then when a ball Python, like, you know, it would be unfortunate, but like, I just had my first ball Python roll on me like last year, like just one, it just beautiful fucking banana uh, leopard pied. I don't know what the fuck happened. Like it was looked great. I came back. It was just rolled over and I was like, what the fuck? But I feel like if it wasn't for the chondros, I think I would have lost my mind. I I really do because I don't 
I mean, no offense, but for the most part, ball python breeders as a whole are like they're softies. Like they don't they don't experience a lot of death. They don't experience a lot of like terrible tragedy. Like what the fuck? How did this happen? I mean, obviously, when you have a mass collection, yeah, things happen. But for the most part, ball pythons are hardy. Like they're they're a fun snake to work with. Like you're like listen, you could have fun with ball pythons and keep it fun. You know what I mean? Um, but at the end of the day, dude, shit happens, man, and. You just can't take it personal. Like you got to keep it moving. Like you can't, you can't let it get in your head and you just, you got to like charge it to the game. I always have a saying, if something dies, it's charge it to the game. Yeah. And having people in the hobby who um, let people know when things like that happen and know that, let you know that it's okay and it's not your fault and it helps a lot too. Right. Well, that's cool. I mean, at the end of the day, like without, losses you can't get your wins you know or you don't even appreciate your wins without losses like you got to take the hits you know i was kind of like like all right bring a fucking dead snake on like i i wish i, I dare it to die on me type of thing like almost expecting it it was more of like i expected to die and then like with me just being so on top of it like it just you know a lot of them just made it out and i'm sitting in a room with shit i have 23 condos in this room 17 of them are imports that's pretty good you yeah. know but am i adding any more Fuck no. <laughs> I have not added I have not added it my last snake that I added was almost two years ago. And I'm and, and and mind you, that snake came with another snake that's in the freezer. So done. I'm good. I'm at this point, I'm I will make my own chondros because I have enough females and and if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. I'll, at least I have a good friend named Socrates or you know Bill Stegel. I have someone who was saying, but I'm not going import route. I'm saying this now, and I guarantee I'm gonna see one at a show. I'm gonna lose my mind. God damn it, Catherine. This is your fault again. This is your fault again. Okay, um, okay, so real quick, Catherine, what's your uh I mean, obviously your snake. You know, you're snake girl, reptile girl, but do you love any other animals besides reptiles? Any other passion um, animals? With animals, not really. Like, I'd love to get a dog, but I can't have a dog right now. <laughs> but that's kind of as far as it goes. That's a child. I love animals in, to in all, but right. I keep reptiles. Dogs are like adopting a child, just so you know. So it's you're gonna treat it like a child because that's the only way like you could get it, it is to a really, child. Yep, you get it. Okay. <laughs> now, you know, other than that, like what's kind of like an exotic species other than the chondros, right? Like, so let me ask you this, because breeding's fun, right? So if you were to get a chondro, would you and I know you don't I know you're not one to like look that far down the road, but like would the next species would be something you'd want to breed or are you just content breeding ball pythons? Do you think? Um, if I were to get another species, I think I'd want to work with that species and make sure I like it before going all in. So right. if I were to get a chondro, I'd want to make sure that I can take care of that. And I know that animal before I think about breeding. Right. Okay. That makes sense. Now, let me ask you this. You have Instagram, right? You don't do you do Facebook? Um, I don't have a Facebook for my snake stuff. You're good. No. You ain't missing out, don't worry. Um, <laughs> what about YouTube? You do YouTube? I don't. I'm not big on I'm still getting used to the whole camera thing. Um, well, you're killing it. You're killing it today. Sweating. <laughs> um it is a lot I'm of work. Maybe eventually getting into YouTube, but right now I want to focus on my animals and and just be happy doing that. 
and then take ask, on more work in the future. <laughs> let me ask you this. What is it like seeing Billy in action? Like when I'm sure you've seen him when the camera's on and I'm just curious, I know he's the same when it's off, but like, what is it like when he's like, you know, cutting a clutch and he's fucking just, just like coming, like the child comes out of him. What, I mean, have you experienced that yet? Like, what is that like? I'm just curious. Yeah. I don't know. Like when it's a really good clutch, he's like, okay, guys come when we're all like standing there waiting it's just like watching it on YouTube, but then so when the cool. camera's off, it just continues, right? Um, <laughs> it just doesn't stop. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's exciting because you put so much work into that as well as a team. Right. That's you're part of that. Right. Right. So. Well, listen, Catherine. I have a wrap up question for you before we get into the hot seat questions. You're almost done, and I'm sorry, but the hot seat questions. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna be okay. Like I, I have <laughs> I have someone. I think Austin's on his way with the stretcher. I'm just kidding. You're gonna be fine. But listen, I have a wrap up question for you, only because you know you're you've been in this just as long as I have, you know, and, and that's not that long at all. And I, I'm thankful for everything I've learned. A lot of people say I've come very far for how long I've been in this in a short time, but I feel like it's because of the people I surrounded myself with. And I feel like you've surrounded yourself with some good people as far as gaining information with. So let me ask you this. What is something you've taken so far being this hobby you learned that you would like to pass down to anyone new in this game? Like any kind of like, you know, anything that you could, because you understand, Catherine, there's a lot of new people that come into this hobby, you know, especially in the last five years. It's, you know, my channel attracts nothing but new people. So, you know, a lot of them, you know, could hit confusion roads on, on, on this. So what would be some of your advice to anyone new into this? Um, I think it would be, don't be afraid to get involved. Don't be afraid to meet people and ask questions. Most people in this hobby would love to help newcomers. And if they don't, then they're not for you. Um, you don't want to be involved with them. So find somebody who will answer questions, who wants to see you grow and who thinks that having new people coming into the hobby will actually benefit the hobby. Damn respect. You know these answers like pretty quick and pretty good. I feel like uh I feel like you're like coming up with the most best, quickest answers you could possibly come up with. I'm thinking. <laughs> hey Catherine, this has been amazing, but you're not done. Okay, let's get these hot seat questions out of the way. And then you can go enjoy your Saturday. And you can be like, yo, I was on Trap Talk. That shit was easy. I fucking nailed that shit. This is fun though, right? You good? Yeah, I'm okay. We'll see after okay. this. <laughs> okay. I, I, this is a great show. I mean, hey guys, did Catherine do good? Drop a comment. Let me know. Catherine did good. I think you did great. And I don't, I don't, I don't fake the funk. But anyways, thank you. Hot, hot seat questions for Catherine. Stellar serpents. I don't need an explanation, please. If you could just give me these answers as quick as you gave me all these answers today, then you, then you're done. You're, you're good. That's the whole point of the hot seat questions. But are you ready? I don't know. <laughs> You can't end it until we do this, so it's just okay. Let's rip off All right, the here we go. Hot sea questions for Catherine coming in hot. Frozen thought or live? Pardon? Frozen thought or live? Uh, frozen thought. Egg cut or no cut? Egg cut. Red chondro neo or yellow chondro neo? <laughs> uh, yellow. <laughs> I don't know. Pre-first shed meal or post-first shed meal? I don't understand. So would you feed a snake before it had its first shed or would you feed a snake after it's had its first shed? Oh, before. Or like you mean after they come out of the incubator? 
So like you know, okay, you know, base right, exactly. You know how you know oh, they so come after. out. Of, right, after. right. Okay, cool. Okay, yeah. Sorry. To spray a ball python or to not spray a ball python? Spray. Okay. Yay sports or boo sports? Sports. Yeah, like, like sports. Like yeah, like soccer. Ball python really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yay that, sports. Yeah. Yay sports. Favorite sport. Uh, volleyball. Volleyball, nice. Wait, okay, indoor volleyball or beach volleyball? Beach. Damn, you play beach volleyball? That's hard. And I'm beach? short. Dang. Okay, do you have a good serve? Uh, it's decent. I Damn. I'm good at getting those balls that are going on the floor. Okay, so you go. Yeah, you yeah you go. I play you back. Go, you dive yeah. out. Okay, tight. That's sick. All right, cool. Uh, big flexor or no flexor? No flex. Dang. All right. Steak or fish? Steak. Favorite cut of steak? Wagyu. Wagyu. Ooh, wow. Ooh, damn, you expensive one. Ooh, okay, Wagyu. That's like good stuff. Um, alcohol or no alcohol? No alcohol. Nice. Caffeine or no caffeine? Caffeine. Nice. Hot coffee or cold brew? Hot. Okay. Oh yeah, definitely where you're at. Never what the fuck am I thinking? <laughs> Sorry. Um, West Coast rap or East Coast rap? I don't know the difference. Yeah, yeah, rap or no rap? No. Okay. Favorite band? Uh, the main. The main? What's the main? How come I've never heard uh, of the main? What are they they're like? like indie. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I knew it. Okay. Cool. Have you heard of Washed? Have you ever heard of Washed before? They're sick. They're kind of very indie. Anyways, um, little word association. First thing to come to mind: milk. Like milk? I just thought of milk, <laughs> like milk in a bag, which Substance. is different than there. So there's that. Wait, milk? You thought milk in a bag? Yeah, like bagged milk, like pouring milk a out of a bag of milk. You guys have bags of milk in in Canada? We get this shit in our fucking in a goddamn jug, like with a handle. You guys got bags of milk. Okay. Yeah. This is why I do this. It's cool to find that out. I didn't know that. Uh, Cocoa. Cocoa Bloss. Stuck Shed. <laughs> Feel it. <laughs> I cap. Take it off. Ovulation. Um. <laughs> day, day 60. My brain's not working now. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, what was that last one? I said my brain's not working now. It's just going blank. <laughs> All right, almost done. Almost done. Instagram trolls. Oh, fuck the haters. Oh, I love it. Her brain's working now. Holy shit, that was hard. Okay, at the end of the day, you probably know this, but I'm not going to ask the Instagram Facebook thing because we could all say fuck Facebook, but if another two platforms were going at it and one had to go forever are you going to get rid of tiktok or are you going to get rid of tinder uh tinder <laughs> i don't even have tiktok oh, i don't even have tinder but oh that's hilarious oh my god i love it hey catherine done it's over Woo! My bad. I, when I saw you taking drinks, I was like, "Holy shit!" I need to stop. Like I, I turned I was, red. 
I, I, like, got oh my scared. I got scared. I, I don't think I've ever been that concerned during a hot seat question. I thought <laughs> now maybe I'm thinking I should tone it down, but uh, you did it. You dude, c- congratulations. You had over 70 people watching at some point. What do you have to say to all your supporters? Everyone who was here tapping in on their Saturday. What do you have to say to everyone who's fucking with you? Thank you so much. Cool. And give her a follow <laughs> on Instagram too. Hit her up. Now, as far as your production goes, once things start coming out and you do things have you do have things for sale, are you going to be putting them on Morph Market or like Instagram? Like, what's your game plan as far as selling stuff? Um, right now, I did make a Morph Market, so I have some stuff up. Um, right, right. But we're getting there slowly. But yeah, it'll be Instagram, Morph Market, and then local Kijiji. So tight. Everywhere. Everywhere. She's going to be global. Catherine's already global. You're in the United States. This is global. You're doing a good job. You killed it. Good job, Catherine. Have a good rest. Have a good rest of your Saturday, and I will talk to you soon. Catherine Stellar Serpents. Thank you. All right, dude. Have a good one. You too. Oh, what a sweet girl. She did good. You you know, I I probably should have chilled a little bit, but listen, she did good. She's fucking killed it. Thank you guys for all the support. Thank you for everyone who tapped in. I appreciate it. Do all of us a favor, especially for Catherine. If you really thought thought Catherine did a hell of a job, then hit that like button, okay, guys? If you came in late to the episode and you forgot, no big deal. It's free. Hit that like button. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the notification bell. All that good stuff, man. But thank you so much for tapping in. Enjoy the rest of your Saturday. I will. Unfortunately, there's something going on with this upload video. But at some point, just be ready because I will be uploading my vlog. It will be being. It will get released as soon as this upload gets complete. But it's going to be. Hold on one second. Let me upload it because it's going to be sick. Um, and yeah, I want you guys to tap in for it. Where's it at? Where's it at? Where's it at? Oh my god. But yeah. Cause I always drop my vlogs on Saturdays. You don't want to miss this. Cause this one is going to, it's like fucking 30 something minutes long. I apologize, but it is going to be the reach out reptile. God, son of a bitch. Hold on. There you go. It's going to be the reach out reptiles facility tour. You guys don't want to miss this. Garrett goes in. He drops some crazy information. He gives us a behind the scenes fucking, you know what he has going on at this new facility. I'm telling you right now, Rob Roush in the building as well, dude, this, episode is going to be jam-packed with information regarding super dwarfs the future of super dwarfs looks bright and you need to tap in for that it's going to go down today i will be making announcements as far as when this will be announced uh, when this is going to drop sometime today like i said so follow me on instagram so you're aware of that hit that notification bell that we're aware of that and then also guys tomorrow holy monitors yep we got my boy from canada as well Back-to-back Canadians coming to the show. My boy Brandon Van Austin of Canadian Cold Blood. This guy's monitor game is next level. Dwarf monitors, uh, green tree monitors, blue tree monitors. This guy's bred it. Like, I'm telling you, this is going to be next level. So make sure you go down, hit that link. Um, Coolest Reptile Podcast in the world. Thank you so much for tapping in. Uh, Again, guys, go hit up Catherine on Instagram. Let her know she did a hell of a job. Hit that like button, and I'll catch you guys tomorrow, and I'm out. Cheers!